Oh, Lord, this boy's a handsome. This is the Dynasty Football Life Podcast. Welcome to this week's episode of Dynasty Football Life, number one football podcast of the blind. Interesting enough. And the deaf. Yes, I think. Not, the, uh, but strangely, not the mute. Nope, nope. Oddly enough, uh, I guess the Giants O-line must be listening to us. They are ranked worse in the league. The Giants O-line is. What a weird season this has been. The Broncos beat San Fran. I know we're a little bit late coming into this week. Our episode's going to not drop till a little bit later, but uh, apparently the Broncos played shake it off at the end of the game through the PA. What's that? That's a Taylor Swift song. Yeah. Oh. They beat the Chiefs, so yeah. the Broncos played shake it off at the end. Oh, I see. That oh, actually I didn't see. happen. Because but... one player on their team is banging the chick that made that song. Yeah. So they're telling the team to shake it off because the Broncos just beat them. Gotcha, was, gotcha. Was I don't think the people on the Chiefs really cared they played Shake It Off. I feel like they probably cared that they lost to the Broncos a little bit more. Yeah. Well, she's suing them for playing it. This is all fake news on Facebook. That's oh, true. okay. <laughs> yeah. I did see that somewhere, too, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought people it was kind of funny. She's suing them. Of course she is. I know. You look at the I comments. I have an opinion on this. Like, yes, people are taking it so serious. <laughs> oh, I think, let me look at the legalities of it. Like, okay, I don't think, like, whatever. <laughs> and it's like, anyways... Now, as a gentleman who kind of fancies himself more of a old school, big into punk rock kind of guy, a lot of indie rock, a little, you know, a little bit of everything, never been a big pop guy. I got nothing against Taylor Swift. Well, I hope so. But I've seen one of the more popular costumes this year was the woman obviously dressed as Taylor Swift, the man dressed as Travis Kelsey, but he was wearing a map. And then there was a picture of Travis Kelsey on the map stating that Taylor Swift put Travis Kelsey on the map. Oh, I see. Oh, I didn't see that one. Yeah, like, that's not. Like, I get on. that she's one of the biggest stars in the world, probably some of the, one of the biggest pop stars in history, but uh, that's a bit of a slam against somebody who had his own dating show. <laughs> Catching Kelsey, yeah. Catching Hell Kelsey. Show. Yeah, I've yeah, caught, exactly. I've caught worse, believe me. Absolutely. All right, well, this week's episode is going to be a little bit different. Well, again, a little bit later in the week, so uh, everyone knows what's gone on in the the NFL week. But uh, they may not know uh, the draft class of 2024. Our our panel here, our experienced panel of Jason and Tyler, uh, we're going to go over the quarterback class of 24. We will get to the running backs, the receivers, the tight ends, and the kickers, Jay says. Later in the 100%. season, hundred percent. You can't you, you can't ignore the kickers, Dave. There's going to be at least potentially one kicker drafted this year in the first round. Maybe <laughs> stay tuned. Yeah. Sebastian Janikowski, two point Is he? Yeah, I was going to ask you if it was the highest drafted kicker of all time, but we didn't. Wasn't uh, that the Wasn't that the Raiders too? Yeah, he, the Raiders. Yeah, he yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, that absolutely. doesn't count. <laughs> Uh, this is exciting. I can, I'm going to learn some things here today. I know uh, I recognize a few of the, a few of these names, but there's some other ones that uh, I don't. And I'm excited to discuss them. There's a few potential first round draft picks, day oneers, I like to call them. There's probably a couple day twoers, maybe a day three, and maybe a day four. How many days are there in the draft? Five? Oh, there's some, yeah. Something like that. Okay. I know there's seven days in a week. That's as far as I can take it. Three three sixty five in a year, I think, as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hundred yeah. percent. All right. Well, that's. Uh, well, wait. Three sixty six. Some years. Some years. Some years. I used to think that if you were we'll born, get our, we'll get our stat checker on that. If you're born on yeah. February 29th, I actually thought it affected your growth. Like as a kid, it's like oh, like <laughs> really short people were born elite here. <laughs> yeah. He just go. He's just on February 29th. He's just walking around and hugging midgets. Yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> Sorry, little people. Little people. Little people. Come on, Jay. Who are little people? Are. Big world. Ty's favorite show back in the day. Hey, yeah. <laughs> uh, without further, without further ado, let's get into it. Uh, there's a little bit of a one-two punch here. This year's draft. And uh, would you guys say that this is a little bit richer of a year than the last couple of years? Or even last year, right? I would talent. say, yeah, it's definitely one of. It looks like it's shaping up to be one of the better drafts. There's some good top end talent here for sure. Last year's draft was a bit uh, bereft of top tier talent, and but it was a very deep draft as far as serviceable NHL, NFLers go. So kind of a bit of a different draft. 
Yeah, I think this year's got some good. Uh, this year's got some good depth, but there's some, uh, you know, some interesting players, some guys that are a bit older than you might expect, and some kind of more raw prospects. But we'll get into them, I guess. Yeah, there's a 40 year old that's going to get drafted. Yeah, he just looks 40, David Bonix. He just <laughs> oh. looks 40. Well, I saw the picture you sent. I'm like, oh my yeah. god! I thought he was just literally like a, an announcer, like a, a play by play guy. He looks like in the picture that I sent. They put in the doc. He looks like he was um, maybe like a senior fellow with the Church of Latter Days Christ, or whatever it's called. Saints, Saints. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he kind of looks like one of those, or he looks like he could be coaching a uh, maybe a, a college football team. Not, not the quarterback. That's for sure. No. Yeah, you can see like laugh lines around his eyes and stuff. Like he doesn't look like a draft prospect. A lot of restless nights. A lot of restless nights. All right. Well, first on the list here, uh, he could go number one overall, arguably. Caleb Williams, USC condoms. Trojans. That's a terrible joke. Sorry. Oh, I see what you got there. You see what I, I did Because C was condoms. I think he said U.S. condoms, but then, yeah, yeah, okay, Trojans, I get that. Actually, speaking of, of Trojans, I saw a, a commercial, and it was pretty funny. He goes in and, and the sister tries, seduces him, say, I want to be with you once before you get married to my sister. I'll be upstairs waiting. He leaves. Just he's, Obviously, he's not going to do it, of course. And she's gorgeous. He goes to the car and the whole family comes out. The dad, congratulations, you passed the test. Welcome to the family. And Trojan, remember, uh, it's a reminder to leave your Trojans in the car. Because he, uh, he was a banger sister. What a yeah. dog. Oh. He was going to have sex with the sister. Yeah. I saw that commercial. You posted that on Facebook. Yeah, I thought it was pretty funny. It's one of those wait till the end. <laughs> and I did. And it was uh, well, well worth the wait. Um, it's worth the wait to uh, talk about Caleb Williams. Actually, we're going to talk about him first, so we don't have to wait. He's uh, quarterback one in the majority of rankings. Not 100% of them, but uh, over 50% of analysts and scouts anyways, and maybe us, but there's also a guy named Drake Mayer, Drake May. So he is, um, there's a one-two punch there. Heisman Trophy winner in 2022, this Williams character was, had a really good season, but had a few rough weeks recently. Uh, he lost to Notre Dame, but hey, everyone loses Notre Dame, am I right? Yep. Okay. Uh, and Utah. Not everyone loses to Utah, though. Nope. No. Uh, the Notre Dame loss in particular was tough as he had three INTs. That's a little bit on the high side, I would say. Unless you're Ryan Leaf, then you've cut down by about 60%. It's pretty good. And he, didn't, and he robbed two convenience stores. <laughs> He's doing good now, though. He's flourishing. Uh, this caused some questions. Uh, this, this caused some to question his internal clock. Well, at least he has one. I don't even have one. I can I, I can't wake up without a without an alarm day. I have zero internal clock. Apparently, it's unhealthy to be wake awoken up with an alarm. I'll make sure to tell that to my employer. I've always <laughs> said that too, but yeah, <laughs> employers. But I get that it's two o'clock in the afternoon, but it's unhealthy to wake up to an alarm. <laughs> uh, I want to try it, but yeah, this is a real trust issue we have with our internal clocks. Look what happened to Kramer. Am I right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh, I get up. Is, uh, is that why he said the N word? <laughs> no, I was it his internal clock. He just said he's just frustrated, guys. Okay, he just gonna you know <laughs> some other bad internal judgment. That's the Seinfeld's yeah. coming back. They're uh, having a reunion. Uh, all right, enough about that. Thoughts on Williams? And do you see this as a slam dunk quarterback one? This class, this class of twenty twenty four. Um, I'll, I'll get started here. I think I like Drake May quite a bit, and we're going to get you know we'll jump into him a little bit more next. But I think. For now, Caleb Williams to me, he still is the like he's for me he's still the slam dunk number one picking this draft. Cut. Yeah, I think so. Okay, like he was he's been he's been quite good this year. The you know there was obviously the Notre Dame game was a bit ugly. Um, USC, it's the, the the whole team, the program right now is it, it's a bit kind of it's a bit of a mess other than him, and he's still been great this year. And if you just look at the numbers he had in his twenty twenty two season, like fifty two total touchdowns. 42 passing with only five interceptions. Like, I think he kind of already showed enough to show out that he can be a potentially generational talent, but definitely someone to look at first overall. And that's nothing against Drake May. I love Drake May. But for me, it's just a Caleb Williams is, for me, still just the, you know, just kind of set it. That's your number one. 
You're number one. <laughs> you, you could, apparently, some people make comparisons to Mahomes with him, but uh, I don't see that. I don't, That's yeah, a bit high. That's high. Uh, yeah, yeah. Not a lot of Mahomes, but yeah. Let's compare him to potentially the best quarterback to ever play the game. <laughs> <laughs> also, no pressure. Yeah. Yeah, I think Ty, Ty is pretty, pretty correct on this one. Uh, there's not. I don't have a lot to add to this other than let me just talk for the next eight minutes. Um, <laughs> the scheme doesn't always maximize his skill set. Ty is completely correct on that. Uh, he's really the only real weapon at USC, and he's definitely their best chance to win every week. Um, I think comparison-wise, I'm feeling more along the lines of a Deshaun Watson in his prime or Kyler, maybe a slightly better Kyler Murray. Russell Wilson in his prime, I I don't see the Pat Mahomes comparison just based on style of play alone. But then again, we haven't really seen what he has to fully offer on an NFL football field because their scheme is a lot of underneath passes, a lot of RPOs, and he's definitely. I mean, the, the O line's not doing a great job protecting him, um, but I think he's definitely a spectacular player and could and he could be generational. Absolutely, like he's one of the better playmakers out there. Um, his timing though, like, like what, if you look at most scouting reports, most scouts are pretty aligned on this one. His progression timing isn't great. His scrambling ability is, he seems to rely upon that a little too heavily, mm-hmm. uh, at times in the NFL, he may not be able to get away with that. Um, I want to see on the NFL field, whether like, is he, is he going to be, is he going to be just a first read, second read passer? Or is he going to be able to like Pat Mahomes? One of the things he does great and makes him special is sometimes he throws to the 13th read. Or sometimes it's the first read, but he's looked at him seven times. So that is that, you know, is that in his future? I don't think so. But he's definitely a special player and he makes difficult shit look easy. Great arm strength, accuracy to deliver from the pocket. Um, you could throw off platform like Pat Mahomes. Maybe that's where some of the comparison comes from. It does change arm angles sometimes. His size is a little bit on the smaller side. But he's a dangerous dual threat QB, and uh, I definitely see his uh, his on field talent, the ability to be the number one overall pick. Attitude wise, I'm not super stoked on him that way. Uh, seeing the way attitude. he acts after, yeah, well, he just he's a superstar, and he's always been a superstar. Mm. He's he's a bit of a diva. Uh, his his body language after losses, like not going on the field and and shaking hands like every other player oh, in the history of college football has ever done at the end of a loss, kind of sat sulky on the bench. I, like I think he has, to, he has maybe a bit of growing up to do too. But uh, yeah, uh, definitely, definitely one or two, first or second quarterback guaranteed off the board, most likely the first. I do see, yeah. if I want to compare Mahomes, I would compare Spencer Rattler to Mahomes. That is very That's nice of Spencer Rattler. Yeah. <laughs> not super nice to Mahomes. Just looks wise. Yeah. Not really. If I was going to compare Dave looks wise, I would say you and McGregor. That's oh. how accurate that statement you made was. <laughs> Uh, I kind of would, would you said the way you were talking about Williams, I would almost compare him to Aaron Rodgers a little bit. But in like attitude, scr- not really place. No, no, not attitude. Scrambling, yeah. you know, he's a scrambler. Yeah, no, not really uh, placed up. But um, just another thing to add on there, 36 overall right now in NCAA in time to throw at 3.1 seconds. So he is taking a little bit too long to kind of read through, but it, it might just be that that's what he needs to see kind of unfold. And that could just be, you know, scheme. We'll, see. we'll have to see how that translates. That's something that, you know, could be improved on for sure. Well, yeah. You lost me with his attitude, Jay. I'm not in. Not I know. I shouldn't have said anything. I should. I should. I, I said one thing about Anthony Richardson once that was kind of a joke, and Dave's been running with it for like nine weeks now. I he only cares about being a rapper now. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I hung on to him. He's in my IRR, so I'm not. Uh, I'm still yeah. holding out a little bit of hope for Richardson. But you know, if you have a bad attitude, I'm not going to draft you. I don't care. I mean, I'm not going to have the 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 honors of being in a position, unfortunately, to draft any of these guys. I know so, either. So forgive me if I'm not really interested in today's episode because it doesn't really pertain to me. So Dave, you're not drafting guys. a quarterback at all, even though you just tried to trade for a quarterback in our two QB league. <laughs> also, we're talking about guys going in the second and third round of uh, rookie drafts potentially here. So yeah, all right. Yeah. How many now, picks Ty, have you traded? I have a question for you, Ty. Is this guy so good that Pisha will drop Jordan Love this year and then draft him first overall <laughs> again next year? Oh yeah, he's that good. Okay. That anyone who has been listening to the previous episodes, uh, one of our dear friends and, uh, and dear, league dear. mates, a bit, he's a bit special when it comes to the fantasy football stuff. But uh, yeah, he drafted Jordan Love first overall this year. And he actually didn't look like a terrible quarterback the first couple of weeks. But man, is he regretting that yeah. one now. Yeah. he's And first I've, overall, a rookie draft. I have him in a couple of leagues, but yeah. I didn't, obviously I didn't draft him first, but I did draft him in a, in a redraft league. 
And I'm like, oh, I was pleasantly surprised. He's putting up some pretty good numbers. But now, yeah, his real play in the field is now bleeding into his fantasy results. So yeah, that 50% completion and inability to throw the ball more than 20 yards down the field definitely cost him. Who would have saw that coming? Problematic at best. Now, a guy that can throw the ball pretty adequately, some say um, pretty darn good, is a guy named Drake May. Some might love the Drake. Some may hate the Drake. He's from North Carolina. Well, he's not from North Carolina, but that's where he plays. He's 6'4", 230 pounds, so a little bit chubby. Just kidding. I don't think that is. Probably it's more muscle. Hey, it's less than me, and I'm the same height. <laughs> <laughs> same with me. I'm only 6'1". Uh, he will be 21 years old at the draft, which means his birthday is that day. It could be construed as that, but he's probably no, not every, If you look at everyone's age, David, put I know, the draft. it's everyone's all birthday. <laughs> everyone's birthday is a draft day. It's just a, it's just a magical year. It Everyone's is. birthday is draft day and all little people are born on February 29th. <laughs> As we alluded to, this guy is in the running to be drafted potentially first overall. Up there with the, with the aforementioned Caleb Williams. Mocked top five overall in nearly all 2024 draft projections thus far. Good size, strong arm, some decent mobility. Tell me, guys, how do you not love the Drake? I love the Drake. You already said it. Yeah, I love him, Dave. Really? I, I'm uh, I, again. I'm I'm not completely 100 percent that, that Williams is going to be the first overall pick, but I'm pretty sure he will be. The one person that could really contend with that narrative is Drake May. There's going to be a lot of NFL teams that love his build and his potential to be an excellent pocket passer. Um, is he uh, as talented as Caleb Williams arm arm talent wise? Yes. But all-around skill set, dual threat, no. Uh, he has ideal NFL arm talent. Like, he can hit pretty much any throw asked of him at the pro level, even at the pro level with ball velocity and placement. But he's he does commit a few turnovers from time to time. Uh, so it seems to be like a lot, a lot of college quarterbacks come into the NFL this way. Um, they, they're worried about whether or not they can secure the ball, whether they're going to be as accurate as they were in college with the amount of time they have to throw the ball in the NFL versus in college. But this year, he's actually had a much better year and a much more, a much more improved supporting cast. Tez Walker's been awesome at UNC. Um, and it, this year, he's been the benefit of having much cleaner pockets. Uh, he's he's turning them inside out when he washes them in the washing machine, and his pockets are very clean. I haven't done that for years. But more importantly, Jay, what's his attitude? Um, okay, I guess. I, I haven't heard anything negative about it, but I'm sure, I, I mean, I assume he's a dick. He's a high-level athlete. They're all dicks. <laughs> just like just like the Hollywood stars. Eh? I'd be a dick. If I was a high-level athlete, I don't know. I mean, I knew I was going to be, I'd be a huge dick. So we all, like, we all love these guys. We put them on pedestals. We praise them. So we're just praising dicks. Is what we're doing. Yeah, we're, we're we're very praiseworthy of the dicks. Wait till we get to Michael Penix. Michael Penix. <laughs> what are we talking about? Some... I'm gonna say Penix all the time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Todd, you want to you want you want to chime in there on the on the Drake? Give me a reason why you'd hate the Drake. Give me one reason why you would hate the Drake. I just want to be very clear. I do not hate the Drake. I love the Drake. <laughs> I know. Um, but if there was one reason, it's he kind of puts the ball in some situations that he probably doesn't have to. Throws into dangerous mm. spots. You know, sometimes he's trying to make the big dick play when just an adequate penis would suffice, you know, <laughs> since we're on the topic. Yeah. So, you know, if he went that road a little bit more often, that might be a little bit safer. But but no, he's you know, kind of the perfect quarterback prospect. He's got the size, the arm strength, with some added mobility. Like there's, there's, How does he there's feel about bananas like. and mayonnaise? That's important. Mayonnaise and the coffee? Hey, four touchdown passes? I know. I'm putting, I'm putting mayo on my coffee. After that Will Levis' first start, I started putting mayo on my coffee. It hasn't really done much for me. Pounds. Yeah, I'm having trouble breathing now, but it seems to work for Will Levis. And you know what? If you can start your career with four touchdown passes in a game, how could you end up being bad afterwards? I mean, the only other person that's done it is Marcus Mariota, but I think Levis will break the trend. Uh, or, or, or put more stock into the fact that four touchdowns in your first game is the death nail in the coffin. Yeah, we'll see. Um, Dave, if I was to ask you a question, or maybe if I was to read you a, a player comp from the from the vaunted Daniel Jeremiah, as <laughs> Dave would say, um, <laughs> there isn't a perfect comparison that comes to mind after studying May, Jeremiah wrote in May's scudding report. The closest comp would probably be former Bengals, Raiders, and Cardinals quarterback, you heard it, Frank Stallone. Oh, Carson Palmer. Carson Palmer. <laughs> Both guys have the desired traits, size, arm strength, mobility, and accuracy. That's a that's a pretty that's a pretty I mean 
Carson Palmer, eh? Who's the modern day Carson Palmer to you guys? <clears throat> so has to be somebody who has... Justin Herbert. Yeah, he doesn't throw enough picks. Carson yeah, Palmer. Maybe not. Maybe not. Yeah, Carson Palmer was was good, but wasn't consistently good. If I recall, he had a couple more ints that than I would have liked personally. Well, no, he was fun to watch. But yeah, Justin Herbert's a good. Uh... Like that's kind of always been the comp I worked with Drake May because Justin Herbert always had a bit of uh, untapped potential with the mobility as well as being a big mm-hmm. guy with a big arm. Yeah. So for me, Drake May, that's 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 the comp that I go to just because uh, it's more modern, it's lazier, and it's easier. Easy. I was just gonna say it sounds easy. I like the Frank Stallone one. Yeah, I've been out myself a little bit here, but not like Dave usually does on a weekly basis. But more <laughs> that <laughs> I actually made a mistake. I didn't. I didn't evaluate Justin Herbert correctly, and maybe I'm overcompensating with Drake May. But I'm. Uh, I'm tiddly. Uh, oh, okay. Well, I know uh, Nick I'm positively uh, titillated as well. <laughs> Nick, I know Nick was a big hair bear fan. I wonder how he feels about it's, uh, it's Herbert, Dave. None of these players are French Canadian. He's not Air Bear. Air Bear, the uh, goalie from like the nineties. <laughs> say it, Frenchy. Oh, yeah. Say it. Chow it. The Falcons. Dave, say Chowder. Say Chowder, Dave. Chowder. 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 But there's a, a Herbert that played for uh, the Falcons. I'll say Bobby Gigi Bear, the, uh, the NHL goaltender. Yeah, yeah, he's the guy. St. Louis Blues. That's probably what we're talking about, right? On teams. Fantasy That's what we're talking about in 2023. Absolutely. We are. Yeah. For sure. You guys want to talk about, you guys have anything else you want to talk about on Drake or can we, was, you want to move on? So speaking of people that look like they were born in 1993. And Shadur. not. Shadur. Are you talking about Shadur? Nope. Okay. Well. I got a different doc than you guys. Oh, it's I got Shadur. Sh- he does not. He looks great. Shadur Sanders is the next on the list. Jason, I thought we were going to talk about Bo Nix. I wanted to make fun of his age. We here. will. Oh, sorry. Well, I kind of switched. I switched up the. Uh, it's not necessarily my rankings, but I think Shadur Sanders to me, he just he's the number three quarterback. I wanted to make. Oh, sure. I'm starting to think for this me. Is Ty's rankings. Yeah, and so not, far, Ty. So far, I mostly agree. It's actually not not my rankings. It now, might be my rankings. Is Shadur Sanders like that? That's a, I've never I've never heard the name Shadur before, and maybe that's just my own ignorance. Is that Dion just being Dion naming his child, or is it does it stand for something? Does it mean something? What do you guys I mean, know? Look what Elon Musk named his kid, man. I'm okay, okay. with Shadur. Yeah, I know it's an, hey, it's a lovely Dion, name. Yeah, I a, I've never I, heard I like it before. It. I've never heard it before either. Okay, no, I like it for sure. I have an uncle named Shadur. No, you <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. Uh, well, this uncle Shadur Baby. Sanders is, of course, on Dion. He's a quarterback at Colorado State. 6'2", 215, 22 at the draft. Now, do you think he played quarterback because his old man wanted to play wanted to play quarterback? Say, so listen, son, that's the most important position. You're going to play it. I wish I had played cornerback, but I played cornerback. Instead of quarterback, I played cornerback. So I'm just filled similar. out the, the form wrong on his on his high school. <laughs> yeah. I think What's so, that, yeah. Dad? Quarterback? Okay. <laughs> How do you spell quarterback? quarterback? With a C? Yeah. <laughs> I wonder. Anyways, Deion Sanders is just such a character. Very colorful. Uh, I don't know much about Shadur Sanders other than the fact that he is a quarterback from Colorado. He threw 70 touchdown passes in two seasons at Jackson State. Is it safe to say that Sanders has adjusted well to the higher level of competition as he has faced this season in the FBS, which stands for the... Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you guys. No support. Leaving him hanging. <laughs> Football... No, I was going to say farm, barn, shed. <laughs> Those are just things you'll find in Colorado State. FBS is the, the, the division they play in. Yeah. Okay. I knew that. I was just kidding, guys. <laughs> gotcha. Anyways. It uh, stands for fasting blood sugar. <laughs> you have to look up FBS football, not FBS medical. It's the fasting blood sugar division. He's play out of the crypto.com arena. <laughs> Uh, he seems to be a candidate to potentially return to his collegiate. I love saying collegiate team next season and play play for dad for one more year. Uh, what are your thoughts on 2024 outlook if he does declare? Any chance I get to use the word declare? I just I, I declare declare. No one says it anymore. I declare. <laughs> I do declare. I do declare I that shit. FBS stands shit. for irritable yeah. bowel syndrome. Uh, I might have a typo there. It's IBS, yeah. He's, he's <laughs> uh, wrong. We'll get there. Um, 
CBS is in network, Ty. Just in case I'm you sorry. that one next. I'm sorry. Was there a question? Uh, not yet. I'll, let me let me finish. Uh, well, there is a question, but I want I want to continue on because ESPN's Mel uh, Mel Kiper Milk, currently Milk has Kiper. Sanders. It's Kiper. It's not Kipper. I thought you said milk. <laughs> milk. Well, I mean, milk. 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 Kipper. Milk. Kiper. Uh, sorry. Sorry. Mel Kiper. I was all ready to be corrected. Say it's Kipper, Dave. And I was going to have this all argument about no. Kipper would have two P's. Second P in there. Anyways, my point is he has Sanders as his fifth ranked player overall for the 2024 draft player. QB number three and thinks that he will compete for number one overall in the 2025 draft if he does not return, if he does not declare. So there you go. He's got some good arm strength. I'll give him that. He's a pretty big lad too, isn't he? 6'2". 6'2", eh, yeah. Okay. It's not 6'4". He's no Conan O'Brien, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Noted, noted athlete, Conan O'Brien. <laughs> oh, no, wait. Uh, noted Irishman, I meant to say. Sorry. Yes, very very Irishman. The Irish, quite athletic. Uh, no, he's not like he's Conan the... O'Brien. He runs like Marlon Brando. He's <laughs> the perfect athlete. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I know this O-line, I don't know a lot about this team. Clearly, I don't know anything about the division. Uh, but I know he's had some struggles with the O-line, which, from what I understand, does affect the quarterback's performance. Uh, it has a tendency, too. It's like yes. it's like if you poke holes in your condoms, Dave, it kind of ruins the effic- efficacy of your condoms. Yes. Absolutely. But, um, yeah, I, 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 I can start on uh, I can jump in here on uh, holding Oh, we're in rare form uh, today, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. Get in there and tie. Took a couple of extra days off, and apparently we shouldn't have, should not have done that. We were rusty. Well, it was Halloween. Um, yeah, yeah. We had to. We usually record on Tuesdays. Hallow's Eve. Yeah. Uh, yes. Um, but, yeah, for me, Sanders, to, he, he's right now, He if he does declare, I think there's probably a good chance that he doesn't. But if he does declare, for me, he's the easy quarterback three. I think, you know, like Dave mentioned, he has good arm strength. It's, it's maybe not a leap, but it looks NFL level. I did but I think say that, a, didn't I? You did. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was very well put. But <laughs> if you look at it, just his way of reading the game, his way of kind of just making do with basically always having defenders in his face and still throwing for, you know, 70-some percent completion and kind of keeping this team afloat, it's, it's, not a, and it's not a stacked roster that they have in Colorado. There was a lot of press there to start the year because it was Deion Sanders coming in and they have, you know, obviously Travis Hunter and Shadir there. But it's it's not a by any means a stacked roster. And I think a lot of these games that they have been in on, or even some of the ones that they've kind of unexpectedly won, have been because of Shadir Sanders. I think he's shown, you know, that type of leadership, just ability to kind of just ability to kind of move the ball and just keep the offense going. And it's the kind of thing that I think will play into the NFL. So if he does declare this year, I think he's a first round pick. If he sticks around another year. He's got a chance to be in there around number one pick, potentially. Ooh, la la. What would you do, uh, Jay? Would you uh, declare if you were him? Well, David, I do, was you. I do declare. <laughs> I, no, I think I think Ty's right on this one. Um, I would love to see him jump in this year. I still think he's a first-round pick this year. Uh, well, I think he's obviously a first-round pick this year. And, and the most important thing to, to know about him is he's done it all in merit, too. It's not like he, uh, you know, he, he used his dad's name and just walked on to a, to a top-tier franchise or top-tier college system. He was Jackson State, now he's in Colorado, which, if you look at the ratings, they're not doing too bad. A lot of people want to watch him play. they got a quarterback that also plays wide receiver. Like, what is this, high school? It's crazy. <laughs> no, Ty, Ty nailed it on the head. I really, I, I like this guy a lot. I'd be very excited to take him in a rookie draft this year just because there's, like, if he goes to next year that means in fantasy we probably won't get him if he's going to be the, the top quarterback off the board next year i won't yeah you well i've seen your teams you 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 definitely won't um but <laughs> if he goes this year then this is going to be a pretty deep quarterback class he's gonna he's gonna probably lose that in some money uh, so it doesn't make a lot of sense but for fantasy man i would love that because that means we some some competing teams yeah, in super flex leagues would have a chance at potentially getting a, a franchise altering quarterback Mm, I like it. So yeah, other than that, no, everything Ty said, I think I, pr- I pretty much agree with. I'm uh, I'm on board. I think I think the weird thing is a lot of people uh, they kind of want to root against him almost, and some people like want to root against Dion just because the team got so much press. 
Especially at the start of the year when they, they actually won, I think they won their first, well, what, three games? He's not, he's not dating Taylor Swift, at least. No, that's true. I think uh, I think Travis Kelsey dating Taylor Swift actually took a little bit of the uh, the heat off of them. <laughs> I think it did, yeah. I think it did. <laughs> some of the eye off. But there was a lot of people that were just like, they're, like people were just so negative. Like when they lost to Oregon, they got their ass kicked. I don't remember the score, but they got destroyed. People were just like, oh, there you go. There goes Dion. Where's your deer now? And it's like, like just don't be so miserable. Just enjoy it. Like, yeah. This, is a, this is a fun team to watch. Deer Sanders looks like a damn good prospect. Did you have a good attitude? Great attitude. How did you feel after that big loss against Oregon? Uh, I'm sure not great, but I don't know what his reaction was. I don't want him to feel good because it's just weird. Every time I see a kicker miss a field goal, good job, high five. What the hell is that about? He just missed a field goal. You don't high five him. You don't celebrate him, Dave. All the Dave, time now. Dave, tell us how you feel about kids getting participation medals. Yeah, no participation ribbon for Dave's kids. <laughs> Dave's up. kids are winners and they don't eat. <laughs> I don't know. I just see the whole team celebrating. Celebrating when the kicker misses a field goal. I just find that absolutely weird. Absolutely well, It's called weird. support, Dave, in, in building someone's confidence so they don't miss the next one. Well, no, they're supporting him. Oh, you su- and then he misses the next one because he thought, well, that you were and then he's him. And then he's usually cut he's by the, the team. <laughs> <laughs> or it could, be, it, could, it could be Mike Vanderjet and Peyton Manning call him his idiot kicker. He didn't yeah. miss many field goals. He did not. But he was an idiot. I was going to say, if one of my kids missed a field goal, I, would, I wouldn't be disappointed they missed a field goal. I'd be disappointed that they were a kicker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It is true. Ugh. Come on now, Ty. That's just mean. Were you, were, we a, were you too bad at soccer? You had to be a kicker? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Jay, you're antsy to talk about this next guy. Let me introduce him. His name is Bo Nix. He's 6'2", 217. He's from Oregon, age 24 at draft which means he's probably 23 now, or maybe he's already 24. We don't have the actual birthdays. What? He started, you know, you, Dave, you, you have it? You, Dave, what? you're what? obsessed with birthdays today. I am, because it's my birthday today and nobody said anything. It's not your birthday today. No one your birthday right. is. <laughs> I'm a Gemini. It, it, was, uh, it was 50 years ago. Uh, in June. <laughs> it's the same ago? day as Bob Hope, and the fact that nobody knows that when I say <laughs> who's Bob Hope? Yeah. That's, then I know I'm old because nobody knows who Bob Hope is. I picture you. So just for the listeners that don't know, Dave Dave's back in college, and I picture him as the Steve Buscemi guy. That's like, hey kids, what's up? <laughs> He's got like a skateboard. Hoodie <laughs> on. I wish I was that thin. Yeah, yeah that's true, so, true. True. Yeah. You have better. You have nicer eyes though. Thank you. They Thank look you. less like you're being strangled <laughs> on a regular basis. <laughs> uh, okay, Bonex. There's a question about Bonex. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, he started his collegiate career with quite a bit of hype and fanfare. He was a five-star recruit in 2019, entering the CESEC, which is another division in college football. He's learning. <laughs> it is, right? Uh, yeah. Unfortunately for Bo, his time in Alabama didn't go quite as planned. Much like the opposite of post-Civil War carpetbaggers, Nix decided to head north <laughs> to find his fortunes. Uh, yes, a I J joke. His right, well, that was right Ty. That wasn't me. That was Ty. Jesus. Gotta put that. You said that history degree was a waste of money. <laughs> I worked carpetbaggers into an NFL doc. <laughs> and uh, and uh, looks like the move has paid off as Bo Nix has again found himself in the first round conversation, the 2024 draft. Let's talk about Bo Nix. Do you see him as a first rounder or, um, I don't know, or is he a, a second rounder, which would be day two? Or do they do both rounds the first day? I, um, Dave, he's, there's a reason why it's called day one and day two. Okay. Well, I thought, yeah, you're right. So he, I don't see him as a day one pick, no. But you know what? The Bo Nix that underwhelmed the fuck out of us in Auburn does seem to be a bit gone. Um, there was a lot of hype for him, like Dave alluded to earlier, five-star recruit in 2019. So there was something behind all of that before, and he's playing much better now. Uh, the past two seasons have been night and day difference between his, uh, his freshman to junior seasons at Auburn. Uh, he is, I mean, he is 40, so <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how long his career will be. No, he's only going to be 24 at the draft, but it's a it's a rough 24. It's a it's a hard 24. Yeah, he's he's a, he's yeah. a weathered 24. Yeah. But a lot of people see him as a good is a good dual threat athlete with a legit NFL arm. Um, yeah. In in I'm I don't know what to think about this guy. In all honesty, like he's like 21 it. touchdowns to one INT this year. Awesome. Uh, a, you know, like 78 percent completion. Like awesome. maybe maybe he's just a a, a late 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 developer 
Well, you know what it is? He throws over the middle. He's a middleman. He's a middleman. A lot of he's respect a middle for that. <laughs> that a lot of respect for that. He does. He's actually. Uh, he actually does an outstanding job working the middle of the field with accuracy. Dave. Dave did have a peek at that doc. I'm, I'm impressed. Absolutely. <laughs> most of that's where yeah. most of his touchdowns uh, came from. Where they stemmed from. I, I think like the, the one thing though, Dave, he does need to improve is his yeah, his, his his crazy plays. Yeah. He made major strides last season in Oregon compared to the years in the SEC. He thinks um, big. He, he does. He, he's a he's a big thinker. Yes. I do. I, like I do. I like that. I am worried that those that the, it's, it's almost to me. It's almost like the yips for some quarterbacks. Like you see, even with Josh Allen, you'll still see it, where where that that college kid mm-hmm. comes back and he just goes fuck yeah. it and chucks it. And I don't know. I don't know if that's our our, our wonderful play calling upstairs, but uh, you know, every now and then these these types of quarterbacks you see that kind of come back out. Um, chuckers, Jay, they're chuckers. I don't know, man. Like I feel like this this guy. I, I'm not super stoked on him at the moment, but I feel like if he if he like like Josh Allen lands in the right system with the right coaches, he could potentially be a steal. And I think the narrative surrounding him has changed so much. Like he definitely benefited from staying in school an additional nine years, because if he would have declared for the draft when he could have <laughs> back in aught six, it could have been he he wouldn't have went. He probably wouldn't have even been drafted. No. He would have been like a day 10, which isn't even, yeah. not even a thing. Exactly. But I think this season, if he, if he is a good, if he finishes with a good season, I think he puts himself in the, in the, uh, in the early to mid day two conversation very easily. If not, he'll make a great commentary analyst. Yep. So, yep. Or tanning bed He's... consultant. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's a job. I don't know. <laughs> Just yeah, it's been a lot of tanning beds, okay? That's pretty random, uh. Ty, you want to you want to chime in again on the uh, Mr. Mr. Nix? I yeah, love his I'll, name. I'll I'll jump in. Uh, I guess I'll jump in quickly. Um, I think for Please. me, he's the person I'm having the most difficulty kind of making my making my mind mm-hmm. up on. I really do uh-huh. want to kind of see how the rest of the season progresses because coming into the season, I was definitely not uh, in any way excited about him. I didn't really understand a lot of the uh, you know the people that did look at him as a even a day two pick coming into the year, but he's been so good this season. It's it's really hard to ignore that he's definitely in the Heisman race, and as uh, Jay mentioned his numbers earlier, they're absolutely insane so far this year. And you think, well, he's twenty four years old. That's you know that's pretty old for a, you know for a, for a for a prospect in the first round. But you think like well, I mean Joe Burrow was what he's twenty three I think right when he was drafted, after uh, you know struggling at uh, he was in Ohio and then he kind of went to LSU and took him two years, but he really found his game last season and was drafted first overall. Like it's not impossible. So I, I just, you know, I'm, I'm not a scout. I'm you just a dude. What? I'm just a guy that likes. I'm just a guy that likes likes football, enjoys fantasy, and does a lot of reading on it and stuff. And I'm still kind of waiting to to you know really pass judgment on him. Good for you, Ty. Good for you, and I appreciate your uh, your candor, pussy, pussy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, fuck it, call it. Uh, let's talk about the undrafted, pussy. undrafted <laughs> Bonex. Rob's yeah. a liquor store. Yeah. I'm gonna build this whole narrative here. <laughs> uh, quite the opposite is Mr. Enough uh, enough of Bonix. Let's move on to Penix. Oh, even more exciting. Junior. Oh, just a Penix. little Penix. Never mind. A little Penix. Okay. Uh, he started his college career at, at Indiana. However, injuries and inconsistent playing time, what largely marked his time as a Hoosier, starring Gene Hackman, I believe. Hoosiers. The, uh, the transfer to the old Washington Huskies. That certainly benefited the phallic. Okay, who who put this word in? Here? Phallically named. What the fuck? I can't say it. Shit phallically like that. named. I call them phallically named. Just say is penis. It sounds like penis. I know. What? Grow up, I'm just Ty. realizing on, that guys. now. Jesus. Anyways, he's currently uh, the betting favorite for the Heisman Trophy ahead of Caleb Williams and Bone X. Holy shit! He has certainly played his way into the early round conversation. What is the NFL upside at this point? That's the real question. That's what I want to know. I'm going to go on a on a limb here and go first. Please go on a limb. Stay there. When I see Phoenix, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> we have to get out of our system here. We're going to talk about yeah, this guy yeah, probably yeah, five yeah. or six I'm... more times before the draft. So <laughs> we got to get it out of our systems. <laughs> Can I add an actual point though? Like I was going to too, Ty. Here. Okay, you go ahead. I'm just going to give you my wh- wh- who I think he is, NFL draft comparable. Oh, I was going to make a penis joke. Teddy, oh, sorry. Teddy Bridgewater, <laughs> except he's left-handed. 
Which one's left-handed? Did it, Phoenix. Phoenix, he's, got, he's left-handed. He's I can't use my left hand. I cannot, <laughs> I cannot use my left hand. Well, good news, but, Dave. Phoenix can. Have you ever tried using your left hand? That's a nice treat. <laughs> it's okay. it's like, hard. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Uh, Deep press. All right. Ty, do you want to say, yep. uh, okay, I honestly believe he, he reminds me a lot of Teddy Bridgewater, which is okay. um, a potential NFL yep. starter. Um, um, it, you know what? There, there's, two, there's two sides to the story. So you have what either is the guy who kind of came out and was injured a lot, uh, has been in school forever. Like I, I was joking about uh, about Bonex being older. Phoenix is the same. <laughs> Phoenix is the same age. I can't. Okay, I have to stop. I'm, That's okay. I'm 40 years old. Okay. Well, you wouldn't know it. Okay. So yeah, he's the same age. It's not. It's not like he's. Uh, you know, he's 24. I know. I know. So starting over, Michael. His career thus far in college has been very down. Up until this point, a lot of injuries might have derailed them. So what we might be seeing is somebody who's kind of behind developmentally. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> he might be behind developmentally and is now kind of realizing his potential. Or he could just be somebody who's kind of learned the game a little more and is aged above everybody else and is, you know, has a bit of an advantage. So I th- I think he's going to be more of an average NFL starter, but potentially an NFL starter. So that's I think that's still pretty high praise for Mr. Phoenix. <laughs> this is all your fault, man. I was going to be the mature one, and you dragged me down to your level. Son of a gun. Ty, do you? Ty, can you, can you bring us back here? Can you uh, put some maturity into this podcast, I please? I can't talk to this guy. <laughs> I can't talk to We got to get the Phoenix out, Dave. Yeah, they got to get it out. Well, uh, you know, he took it out. Not a good idea. Todd, you want me to move on or you want to you talk? Uh, I mean, in all seriousness, I think Jay, Jay said uh, pretty much what I would it took say a while, about the guy. It took a while to get there, though. Yeah, yeah we got yeah. there, though. Looks like a, a, you know, a definite chance of being a uh, NFL starter, but I don't know how exciting we, we deal with fantasy. I don't know how exciting it would be for that. Also, Phoenix Jr., I've been called that before. Well, micropenis, but same thing. <laughs> oh, Christ. If we had any listeners that cared at all about, like, you know, just being respectful or serious, we've lost you, and I'm sorry. Yeah. But then again, actually, fuck it. You've already stopped listening. Phoenix, Phoenix, Phoenix. Yeah, I actually have no idea what you even said about him. I've learned nothing about him. Actually, he could have played ball. He was a he was a track athlete and baseball player, a good one. And I could see him being a center fielder. With a name like that, maybe it's because Junior Felix. That's <laughs> rhymes with Felix. I hope I he wins know. the Heisman because someone will actually have to stencil in Phoenix on the Heisman yes. Trophy. There's somebody on the standby. Yeah. All right. Well, this uh, this this kind of simmer down a little bit. And move on to a guy named J.J. McCarthy, who is the son of 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 a father. Straight up. He's six three, two hundred and two pounds. He's age twenty one at the draft. Had a strong season in 2022, but still some thought of him as something of a game manager. We know how we feel about that. At times, not always, just at times. In 2023, his production continued to increase and his sometimes even found in the first round of some NFL mock drafts. Well, that's a nice place to be found, isn't it? I like to be found there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, what do you, what do you guys think though? Do you think there's some uh, some merit to to, to that? To JJ McCarthy, Michigan. I could see Michigan. it. I mean, you know, he's got the size that people want. He's he's still pretty young at like 21 years old, and I think uh, you know last year you did hear the game manager thing a bit, but I think that's kind of was just the Michigan offense. They had uh, you know they had some pretty good running backs that you know took uh, a decent amount of carries away. You know, a bit of the goal line work, so he didn't really have uh, as many opportunities. Twenty-two touchdowns last year, but he's already got eighteen this year. So it seems like he's definitely uh, he's improving there. He's a bit of a wild card, um, kind of a first rounder. I like for me right now, he wouldn't be. I think you know day two pick, but you know a good potential, uh, you know developmental prospect in the right system that could end up becoming mm-hmm. an NFL starter. He's actually not twenty-one until January, so yep. he's a. Uh... He's young guy. And he and he's he's played I mean he played 25 games before this season as a as a guy who just tur- is who's just turning 21 that's that's pretty impressive. 
he's in he's in a good situation too to learn. Like I think, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but we got a Harbaugh in Michigan, don't we? Yes, that's correct. Yeah, so we do. He was wearing a free Harbaugh shirt the other day. Yeah, Jim Harbaugh suspended. Oh yes, yes, yes. The three games I think it was, but he'll be back. But yeah, yes. he's passionate, very passionate. Those Harbaugh's, I, I love him. I think d- development wise, this is a guy that has all the potential in the world to develop into a quarterback. At 21, there's still a high ceiling above him. As of right now, I don't see a first round pick used on him. I th- I, th- I can see a day two pick though for sure, and and a team that already has maybe a starting quarterback they want to piss off, like a you know like someone maybe has Aaron Rodgers might want to draft him and really piss him off and get him to leave, but. <laughs> I, I like him developmentally more than I like him at you know coming into the NFL today. So if you draft him, you're definitely gonna have to wait. I think you'll have to wait some time to see what he ends up. Good to know. I'm gonna mean mark that down. Excellent. There we go. It's been marked down. Gotta wait to play the long game with JJ McCarthy. Now we have a guy named Michael Pratt from Tulani. Tulane. Ah, I, I went out on I went out on a limb on that one, thinking, you know what? I think it's Tolani, but it's not. It's Tulane. Dave, he's six three. You like to overpronounce. So you always think like whatever. You always go to ten when you just need a five. I know. I know. You're right, Jay. You're right. Or hooked on phonics. Remember that? Did you ever, did your parents forget you that as a kid? Yeah, yeah. I got hooked on phonics for Worth dummies. Hooked. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. He's six three, two hundred twenty pounds. Twenty two. Will be. Birthday unknown. He has some starting experience. He has uh, he has been the Green Wave starter since his freshman season. He's had a pretty good college career, reportedly a good leader as well. So if football doesn't work out, he could maybe join the Army. Sergeant. How much NFL upside does he have is my question. Followed by another question. Is he a limited upside developmental quarterback at the NFL level? So I'm banging out two questions. You can both answer them. Or answer one of them. You can do whatever you want. This is a, it's a free country. It's a f- free country. Yep. Well, I'll, I'll jump in on uh, on Pratt. I think get in there, buddy. Get in there. Get your absolutely. I think uh, it's it's pretty limited. Uh, like the amount of upside he has. He, he's athletic, but it's not the type of athleticism necessarily. You know, translate to being a uh, you know dual threat type quarterback. So he's mostly and just like a high jumper. Yeah, like yeah. that type of Maybe just like, a high jumper. Like he's got great vertical, but but he, he's like running in yeah. cement feet. Not even that, like standing long jump, maybe. Oh, standing long jump. Discus, yeah. excellent. Discus, pretty good. Shot put, disappointing. Disappointing. That's awkward. You think if you're good at discus, you think you'd be good at shot put. Yeah, one would, yeah, think, one would think, One would think. And javelin. Throw that in there. <laughs> one would think. But um, no, I think with him, you're looking at probably a day two top side, but maybe day three type of guy that if he does it in the First thing right in the morning, system, though. Like 6 a.m. day three, like right away. Oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Early day three of it gets there, so just a developmental quarterback for me. He's not like someone that has the the type of potential upside they might see out of like um you know, like Riley Leonard and Duke or um I guess we'll talk about Riley next, but uh, Jaden Daniels, those type of guys. I think there's more potential fantasy upside. But for me, Pratt's just kind of a you know not exciting for fantasy purposes to me. Yep. Okay. Good all around passer. Doesn't stand out at really any level. His talent yeah, is he's, like a, he's closer to average than elite. So he his chance of actually playing in the NFL, I think, is pretty high. More as a potential. I mean, he could. I mean, fuck. Desmond Ritter started, guys. <laughs> Anyone could start in the NFL for the most part. <laughs> He's opened the he door. Reminds for so me many. of like Desmond Ritter in a way, though. Is like you know, I could see him being a third round pick. Ritter was a third round pick. Whereas Delane is just like ah, whatever, we'll do that. And Arthur Smith is just like ah, fuck, I will stick with him for a while. <laughs> now we're seeing Heineke start next week. It's like uh, maybe. You know, if, if if you're into that, if that's what you want for your fantasy team, then maybe maybe Pratt's maybe Pratt's for you. If you're into that, he- Heineke might be a an okay comparable, really, a, a potential spot yeah. starter, good good above league average backup, and potential starter. I'm, I'm not going to write yeah. him off just yet, but I think uh, a limited upside developmental QB is probably pretty accurate. Yeah, I think underrated the Heineke guy is. Now, here's another guy. His name is Riley Leonard. I don't doesn't come off the tongue. Incredibly well, but that's not his fault. That's his parents' fault. He's a Duke. A heck of a basketball team, usually. Heck of a team. He's 6'4". So uh, we have another O'Brien here. 212, age 21, a draft. Uh, Leonard broke out a bit last season, and he has continued to show off a lot of traits that NFL teams and fantasy managers alike both love to see. What is the ultimate, I mean the ultimate, the ultra upside of this guy? And what are his limitations? 
I think he has some of the higher potential in the draft. I think Ty would. Would you agree? You think so? I think um, I think his floor is quite low, yes. but his ceiling his ceiling is really high just because of you know size, arms, potential arm strength, and the fact that he's a, he's, he's a good rusher. Hey. Like he could have a really really high upside. It's just his potential of hitting it. I think is fairly low. Mm. I think he's the one guy that if you if you watch any tape. You know, you're not like his name doesn't just jump off the page at you. He's not, you know, he, he's not super buzzworthy. But if you watch some tape, the guy, the guy belongs on this list. Then he, I think he belongs in consideration for, you know, maybe a day two pick here. I, I think scouts, you know, depending how team scouts, they might view this guy a little differently. But he, you know, he, he's good. He's a, like has a good size athlete, strong enough arm, and he can run. There's a lot of teams that can work around that and scheme around that. So. Is he what Ty? Is he one of the guys that's at risk of potentially not declaring? I haven't really heard anything about him not declaring. I think for me, I worry just because he's he's twenty one years old mm-hmm. and he, he's not having a monster season at Duke. Just as far as like his, offensive, his numbers. air his air touchdowns are pretty weak. Yeah, three so far this year, three INTs, which you know you can you blame some of that on the on the system on and the Duke's, team. Absolutely, Duke's not very good either. Got to no. blame the system. No, basketball is their mm-hmm. thing. Not but I, I I look at him as. That. If I have a team with an older quarterback, like say I don't know where, like it's Kirk Cousins, you know, too bad he got hurt. He was having a great year. Yeah. But if he comes back next year, I don't know if it'd be Minnesota. But if you're the team that has Kirk Cousins, you think well, I got him for another year, two years, maybe three years. But we still have a late first round pick, or we want to use a second round pick on a quarterback as a developmental quarterback. Like this would be a guy that's like could be an absolute home run. Could be you know practice squad for a couple of years in another league. Yep. All right. What, what speaking of Kirk Cousins? Kirk Cousins. Imagine he ends up in Atlanta next year. It's like if that team has any, is Arthur Smith has any shred of intelligence, he will open the fucking bag for Kirk Cousins. Does he though? Do you think Arthur Smith does? No, I think already. I'm sure he's a bright guy, but he's a stubborn as fuck. I just as a head coach, he's stubborn. He's infuriated. He comes from family money too. Do you know that? Ask his wife. His wife. He does. Yeah, he's he, he, he doesn't care about money, man. That explains his like you know sense of in, like entitlement. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. But but Drake London, Wait, Drake London might be if, if if Kirk Cousins ends up. I had a dream that Kirk Cousins end up in Atlanta, and I don't know why. But if he did, That's man, weird. Drake London would be fun. Kyle Pitts. Oh, oh, Kyle oh, Pitts. Oh, oh. Be, that would be nice. Oh. Pretty sad. Pretty, pretty boring dream though. I was gonna say maybe <laughs> maybe you need to expand yeah, your horizons yeah. a bit. Maybe you gotta watch some porn yeah. before bed or something. I guess we get sexy dreams. Yeah. Instead of, yeah. instead of dreaming of Arthur Smith draft picks, I'd rather dream about Heather Locklear the way she looks today. I woke up hard though. Okay, well, I have no good. doubt about that. Good sign of good health. Thanks, Thanks Artie. Um, Jay, Den Daniels. <laughs> I tried to trick you there, Jaden Daniels, LSU, Louisiana State University. Right? Yes, sir. All right, six four. I got a lot of six fours in here. A lot of Irishmen in here, 210, maybe 23 at the time of draft, so almost time to retire. Serious dual threat ability, a quarterback from what I understand, which is always a plus for fantasies, as everyone should know. Now, does he project as a starter, though, is my question about this guy, Jaden Daniels from LSU. Well, he is built like Conan O'Brien, so. <laughs> He's that's, gonna, yeah. He's that's a, a funny boss. guy, too. He's a funny guy. I, I think Jaden Jaden Daniels is going to be someone that ends up on a lot of my super flexed dynasty teams. In your dreams too, maybe. I haven't I haven't had a dream about him yet. Not quite uh, the level uh, of a uh, of Jay. Maybe tonight with his dreams, but we'll <laughs> see. I might get there, but I I think he's probably going to be picking the. I mean, a lot could change between now and then, and you know, we've already discussed. I'm not a scout. I'm kind of an idiot, but I think. Um, <laughs> Likely, he looks like like to me. He looks like he's probably like a second, late second, third round pick, maybe. But I think he's someone that okay. I'm going to want on a lot of my dynasty rosters, just because if he ever does get a chance to be a, a starter and if he ends up in the right spot, the fantasy upside is massive. Like this dude rushed for 885 yards last year and 11 touchdowns. This year he's at 521 yards rushing so far on the season That's and five good. touchdowns. Like there's just there, there's just a ton of upside here for fantasy if he ever does become a starter, so I think just that, you know, just that chance of having, you know, that type of a, you know, that type of a weapon on my team, especially if you can take him in the second round of a rookie draft. Like yeah. I think I'm he going to end up with a lot of Jaden Daniel shares. 
He doesn't have the strongest arm, though. He's not really good in the deep part of the zone, but you're right. For fantasy, uh, got some wheels. So, Jay, what do you think? I want, I want, okay, I, I agree with everything Ty said. He's probably going to end up in a lot of my dynasty rosters. Um, well, he can't because he'll be on ties. He well, can't be on both I mean, depending teams. who's picking first. Okay, I'm just saying, you can't both have. Ty didn't call him. It it's not like shotgun. You can't just wow. call a guy. He's not the front seat, Dave. <laughs> He's not the front seat. He's a, <laughs> He's a human being. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, he's very intriguing. And one question I have, and then this is one thing that kind of concerned me as I watched a little bit of tape, but I did a little more research is how much credit do you think Malik neighbors takes for his improvement? Oh, probably a bit. Yeah, probably a bit. Malik neighbors is pretty good. Yeah. He's, yeah. I look forward to talking about him in the, the wide receiver episode, but, and I don't know if it's me he's with good. like recency bias, but like I see LSU quarterback with elite wide receiver and I think, Another one, <laughs> you know, Justin Jefferson. That was a and uh, and Joe Burrow. That was mm-hmm. a nice little little one too. That yeah. was fun. Well, there's less. There was less Good hype times. on Jefferson than there is on Malik Neighbors at that point, though. So um, yeah, Jefferson, yeah, Jefferson was criminally underrated. Though. He was. He yeah, he really was. I feel I feel bad about that. I remember, I remember talking like, about him. The scouting reports for him were all like, "Oh, he should be an NFLer, but the ceiling is limited," and that's why he just. Mm-hmm. I mean. Enjoy your scouting reports, read them, but don't take them as a as, a, as the Bible no. on any of this shit. I'd rather listen to an idiot like Ty. Absolutely. Yeah. Hell yeah. I like to I don't <laughs> like to scout. I just like to go with my gut. And my gut <laughs> says, holy shit, he's got twenty five <laughs> touchdowns and three INTs. Uh the Mississippi game was kinda eye opening. If you guys want to watch some some tape and you really want to see, you know, what this guy is capable of, just watch the Mississippi game. Uh, four touchdowns, no interceptions. Like it, it was, it was, it was, uh, you know, 55, 49. So there's no lack of scoring there. Uh, but there's a completion percentage of 75% in that game. It was 99 yards on the ground with one rushing touchdown. Like it was everything. When I, when we talk about ceilings, this was his ceiling. This is what you get out of this guy when he's hitting on all cylinders. Um, outside of that, um, I don't think there's anything else Ty didn't mention, but with him, it's just, it's just really, it's a it's a gamble. He's not he's not going to be a guarantee. You're not you know he may not be your starter right away. And I think one of the funnier things I read was one of the scouting reports. There are wrinkles in his game. His pocket comfort needs ironing out to appease NFL evaluators. That's the fucking lamest statement I've ever read. It's like well written. Like there's like wrinkles it. in his game, but his pocket comfort needs to be ironed out. Like what, what is Martha Stewart's like? I, that's what I'm wondering. Martha like, Stewart's NFL hour. <laughs> like whose grandmother wrote that scouting report? Uh, no, but he, wrinkles he's in his game. There's wrinkles in Bo Nix's face. He kind of runs like Dave out of the pockets, like a scared rabbit. Hey, did you know that was my nickname? No, you, you've mentioned it a few times. Yeah, oh, kind of wanted to work really, under the duck. Funny if you yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. Be like, well, that was a scared rabbit. So if you're in a league with me or Ty, uh, you're gonna have to draft Jaden Daniels a little earlier because we'll probably be looking to pick him up. I'm, no, also I've, t- I've, I'm also probably taking like second down. round of rookie drafts, maybe. So not Jayden super, early, but you know. Caleb Williams got it. Okay. Now I got some conflicting reports on Quinn Ewers from the Longhorns. He's I'm going to split the difference. So he's six two and a half, and he's a two hundred and two point five pounds, and he's twenty one and a half years old. So we're going to split the difference on that one. I, he's. I had different. I had a. I had a slightly larger <laughs> Quinn years than Ty did. Apparently, in our, in our dogs. <laughs> Ty Quinn has grown. He's put on a little bit, a bit of weight. What did I put? Oh, good for him. He's young. He can grow. Yeah. Uh, he's in Texas. He's eating those Texas meals, man. Oh yeah, to grow. Yeah. He's at Whataburger way too thing. often. He's. Um, he was a very highly touted talent coming out of high school. He was in DDO with the Longhorns, which I should have known was from Texas. He has demonstrated his big arm. Like he has this really just one arm, just one arm. of his arms big. The other one's like it's like a, a fiddler crab, one giant arm, a little baby arm. Yeah, that's a condition. Yeah. I don't know what it's called, but it's a thing. Uh, yeah, he's got some natural arm talent. That's what I'm trying to say here. He certainly seems to have the NFL to level tools, but still some inconsistencies that are keeping him out of top end of the draft conversation. Now, guys, what are those inconsistencies if you know them? Which you might. Um. Okay, I, I can jump in here. <laughs> I expected Jay would go here, but uh, I don't know why. Maybe because I was drinking a little bit of my beer. <laughs> not not everyone at once. <laughs> yeah. Let's jump the in. Best for last here. Uh, for inconsistencies, it's just 
he just like to me he just hasn't really lived up to the player that people kind of expected right like he was a massive prospect you know see him come in he was someone that when he first uh kind of came in with the longhorns people were talking about like okay once this guy does declare for the draft he's got a chance to be number one overall he's got that type of arm strength and should have precision accuracy which he struggled with in 2022 it seems like he's cleaned up a bit this year so i think that's been a lot better but it's just you know the arm talent is there but just on a game to game basis there's just there isn't a lot that wows me about this guy at least oh. not yet i do see some potential there well, I'm sorry. He, he doesn't wow you, Ty. I know everyone has to wow you. He did have a really nice mullet previously, and he got rid of that, and I'm a little angry about yeah. that, I think, so. Oh, the one thing that wowed you, he took it away. He did. Wow. Jay. Okay. Uh, my apologies, Ty. I was going to go first, but then I hit page up, and I put the dock all the way to the stop, and I had to figure out where Quiddy Ears was in the dock. <laughs> he sounds like a lot. <laughs> like, like, it will. Fuck me. If I wait long enough, Ty's just going to start talking. Um, yeah, he really did. He flashed a bit of potential in 2022, but he didn't scream first-round pick to me. He was screaming, second-round pick, stay in college, <laughs> second-round pick, stay in college. Hey, stay in school, kids. That's good advice. Now he's holding off Arch Manning right now. That's uh, that's That's an accomplishment. Um, he's also playing in Steve Sarkeesian's offense, which has been known to turn out r- kind of great and very mediocre quarterbacks in recency of Mac Jones and Tua Tungovella. Uh He was a five-star recruit, as Dave mentioned, coming out of high school. He's had that. a couple statement games, like against Alabama, 349 yards and three TDs. Decent year. Uh, thir- was it 13 touchdowns to three INTs on the year? Nothing wowing. Nothing absolutely wowing me. Um Mel Kuyper in September said that Texas QB, Quinn Ewers, has an electric arm and could could go top 10. Not top 10 as a quarterback, but top 10 in the 2024 NFL draft. He's now brought him to seven. So I'm not the only one that's obviously a bit uh, underwhelmed by his tape this season. But he is a high, he does have a high ceiling and raw arm strength and some say a natural feel for the game. Uh, I mean, he's in the right situation to succeed. He's injured right That's now, good. so, I mean, the, the, the telling thing is Arch Manning isn't even starting for the Longhorns right now. They threw in their, 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 I guess, would be their third most talented quarterback. So he doesn't have, depending how long he's out for, he doesn't have a, a long time to really show his skill set because I, I don't think he wants to be a second or third round pick. I think he wants to be a first round pick. So whether or not he's going to declare for the draft tie, do you think he do declare? <laughs> I always, like, whenever I think about this guy... Anytime that I've watched anything with the Longhorns, I always think this is a guy that could really benefit from maybe doing another season and he could have that, you know, he could have that glow up where he could just kind of all of a sudden things will click and he jumps. Like Rachel Lee Cook and she's all that. Exactly what I was thinking. And he'll find, you know, he'll find his Freddie Prince Jr. Um, Don't ruin it. I haven't seen it. But the fact that Arch Manning's there, I know that they're they're not in a rush to start Arch now, but you have to think maybe next year the plan is to have Arch Manning start then. It's like, does Ewers stick around to potentially lose the job and completely shoot his draft stock? Or does he transfer or declare? Does he transfer or does he declare? Maybe he just declares and he sees what happens. I don't know. Okay, you guys aren't allowed to say declare anymore. Uh, do declare. Like You're this. not allowed to say <laughs> declare anymore. No, if I could sum up how I feel about Quinn Ewers before Dave cuts me off again, he's so rude. Um, <laughs> he is someone who I've been told is supposed to be awesome. And I've watched some tape and he's not, and I don't, I just, I know he's supposed to be awesome and he was supposed to be this big prospect, but I just haven't seen enough to tell me, oh yeah, no, this is a guy I would want to spend a first round pick on. It's like Jim Gaffigan comedy. It's like everyone tells you it's supposed to be awesome. You sit down and you watch it and you're like, yeah, it's all right. He's Whoa, a comedian? Easy. Jim Gaffigan. No, I thought he was a public talks. speaker. <laughs> he's okay. He's okay. Both. Both Gaffigan and Ewers are okay. And I, I don't know. Uh, it kind of sounds like Herbert, though. I don't know. Yeah. Just can come in there and just get in the league and just wow people. Wow. He's going to grow that mullet back and wow Ty. And I'm wow that Dave compared else. him to Herbert, personally, and not Ebert. I made a special effort to say it correctly. And we, are, we, are, we, we appreciate you. I should get a badge for that. Awesome, fellas. Uh, this has been great. Thank you for educating me on so many things, as you guys always do. Dave, can we tell the people what we're going to be doing? 
Um, yeah. What are we going to be well, doing? We're going to be uh, deep diving more into this draft in the coming weeks. I think next oh, week, next course. week we might rock out a normal episode. Because this the, the, yeah, these episodes we, take a lot of time, time to put together. So we got to watch some tape. We got to come up with notes. Yeah, we got to yeah. we got to read what scouts have written and then pretend that's our own opinion. It takes a lot of time. So a lot of time <laughs> laughing at people named Penix Junior. Yeah, there's no more penises in uh, penixes in this uh, in this draft. So oh, they better not yeah, be. I can't. I can't. I can't. If, t- t- if there if there's a vagina, I'm gonna fucking lose it. <laughs> there is a Kool Aid McKinstry though. Oh, I love Kool-Aid, yeah. He had a wide receiver. That's a quarterback. Though. We're not going to cover that. Uh, so, yeah, uh, the next one, I think, on tap tire, I think we're going to go wide receiver and then running back, tight end, and kicker to finish it off. So the next two months, make sure you tune in because we're going to be popping off with some more college content next week for I'm your leaving if we do kickers. Tuning. We better not do kickers. No, kicker, No, we're, we're bringing in Nick for kickers. We need a, we need someone that actually does a lot of real research for kickers, Ted. <laughs> okay, sorry, Dave. I yes. will not interrupt you anymore, and you can say bye. Yeah. That's okay. I was on. I'm on a writer's strike. Uh, yeah, Nick. We'll get back to scheduled programming, like you said, next week. Uh, and I'm excited to see what happens in the NFL this week. Yep, that's all I Me got. Too. <laughs> is Leonard Fournette going to start for the Bills? Going to start? Is he going to play for the Bills this week? That's that's what I'm interested in. Oh yeah, well, well, we'll see all the results oh, wait, of all the big. Wait, trades. it's 2023. Never mind. I'm not that interested anymore. Okay. Well, we'll see. Time will tell. Time will tell. See you guys next week. Thanks for tuning. JLC Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This is the Dynasty Football Life Podcast.